Welcome to Crack in the Vault, a dive into Centrum's musical archives. My name's Peter McCracken, and thank you for listening. Today we're going to hear selections from a VoiceWorks concert from 2015. And we'll also have a conversation with Matthew Stull, one of the founding members of the Bobs, an acapella new wave band that started out in Berkeley and wound up in Seattle. We'll find out the real story of how they got their name. But first, here's some Mules in Harmony from the Thundering Cannonballs. Johnson had an old gray mule and his name was Simon Slick. He'd wall his eyes and switch his tail, Lord, how that mule could kick. He took him down to the foot of the hill and he hitched him to his cart. He loved that mule, the mule loved him with all his mulish heart. And he would say, sing a song with me. This song is about a dog named Fado. How many of y'all speak French? Creole. So you say, je parle français, you speak uh, French, you know? So if you speak Creole, you say, Mopale Creole, you know? That's right. So um, this song is about a dog named Fado that gets killed by a car. And his folks, I guess they were kind of like so uh, poor, whatever they had to cut his, um, 
I guess his uh, butt skin off or whatever. And they left his um, tail on there. They made a nice hat, like a Canadian. You know what I mean? So then, what they did is they took his eyeballs and everything and they made a sauce, uh, tomato sauce. Something like that and they ate it. So yeah, that's what this song's about. See, y'all ready to sing? Y'all gonna sing along with me, you ready? So uh, this song here is called Dixieland, Oh Fi Do. So whenever I go, Oh Dixieland, y'all say the same thing. Oh Dixieland. Oh Dixieland. Oh Dixieland. Oh Dixieland. French tunes started on the fiddle, and then the accordion became more popular because it's louder. <laughs> so I'm going to play some accordion songs for y'all. Thank you. 
fantastic Creole musician, singer, and hunter, Cedric Watson. You had some, but you ain't getting no more. And before that, on the fiddle, he played a dog song, Dixieland. Now, here's Maura Smiley. Uh... 
Jesus. Ben seni severim, çok seni severim. 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 Morris Miley singing Bring Me a Little Water, Sylvie, a tune first recorded by Lead Belly back in 1936. Not exactly 
clear who made up that tune. Before that, she did a, a medley of traveling songs, one from Bulgaria, one from Turkey, if I understand that right. I don't know what she was singing. Now she invited Elizabeth Laprell on stage to sing a tune she made up. She dreamed about her dad. It goes like this. I met my father all dressed in yellow. Take heed, take warning, daughter. And the light was soft and strange around him. There are many things to know. Oh, hello, father, how can you be here? Take heed, take warning, daughter. You have been gone for these three years. There are many things to know. And such sweetness in your smile. Take heed, take warning, daughter. Do you bring good news from the dead? There are many things to know. Oh, Father, oh, Father, I could not trust you. I had no warning, Father. Your anger closed the door of my young heart. There are many things to know. But as I dream you in sunny yellow, take heed, take warning, daughter. I know my heart can open wider. There are many things to know. I looked across at my young father, unsure of what to do or say. My fear tells me I must ignore him. My loves and labors take me away. But as I close my cloak of labor, I catch his eye once more in case. And there is laughter coming through me. And there is laughter on his face. Oh, he looked up, yes, he laughed with me. I need no warning, Father. And in that laughter, sweet forgiveness, that is what I came to know. That is what I came to know. That is what I came to Till the fourth 
diamonds, check diamonds, I know you of old. You robbed my poor pockets of my silver and my gold. Young gentlemen, walk by, read your mind, your mind is to marry and to leave this town. Okay. 
was Elizabeth Luprell with Eli West on harmony. And before that, Elizabeth was playing the banjo and singing Cuckoo, the Tom Ashley version. Quite lovely. Now here she is with a, with a lullaby from Texas Gladden. Thanks very much. I'm just going to close with a short lullaby. Um, learn this from uh, the singing of Texas Gladden. Um, and on, on the recording, she's singing to her grandchild, and at the end she goes, shh. You can hear the baby kind of going, And um, I was uh, lucky enough to actually meet that grandchild, um, who still lives in the, in the cabin that Texas lived in and was recorded in. Uh, her name is Vicki, and she, uh, she works a, a lot of different jobs, one of which is flight attendant. And um, she was able to to tell us a bunch of really cool things about Texas, um, which I won't go into, you know, her elopement and uh, all the cool stories of her life, but um, she said that uh, Texas never left the house without putting on a shawl and kind of fixing her hair and putting on some lipstick because she said, uh, any old barn looks better with a coat of paint on it. <laughs> so you can imagine this very uh, she was a real lady. Um, you can imagine uh, imagine that as as you hear this song. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, you little baby. When you wake, get some cake and ride them pretty little horses, a black and a bay. A sorrel and a gray, a whole heap of little horses. A black and a bay, a sorrel and a gray, a whole heap of little horses. Little old horse, little old cow, ambling around on the old hay mow. His little old horse, he took a chew. Darned if I don't, said the old cow too. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, you little baby. When you wake, 
Get some cake and ride them pretty little horses. A black and a bay, sorrel and a gray, whole heap of little horses. Black and a bay, a sorrel and a gray, whole heap of little horses. Thank you. Right after high school, Matt Stull and I moved to California. We had a place on Oak Street on the panhandle of Golden Gate Park in the 8 Asbury District of San Francisco, where we lived in relative poverty. We finally got some food service jobs, and every payday we'd go buy three or four albums. It's so much fun to crack open a new LP. Matt went on to make something of himself. Wish I could say the same, but he and Gunnar Madsen and Richard Green went on to form the Bobs. I had a chance to talk with Matt about those early years. The Bobs were artists in residence at Centrum back in the early 90s. We don't have any recordings of what they were working on uh, at that time, but here's one of their early hits. I am a lonesome hombre. I spend my time driving my truck around town on Saturdays. I moved here from the city. I thought that maybe all of my luck would change here in Boomtown. But it seems my face is wrong I don't fit in Cause I don't have cowboy Cowboy lips Cowboy Cowboy lips When I'm with all my buddies My snakeskin boots and my belt buckles shine But they don't talk to me Even when I know their song I'm in the wrong key Cause I don't have cowboy
I can stomach Lone Star beer, but not shots of rye. Rye can only get by cowboy, cowboy lips, cowboy lips. Cowboy lips are all right. Cowboy lips. Yo, let's go. Round of them. Cowboy lips are all right. Give me cowboy lips. Cowboy lips are all right. The Bobs were very uh, serendipity, I would have to say, kind of in the weirdly best way. I was an actor. I was freaking working the Berkeley Shakespeare Festival at the time. And, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about National Onion? Oh, well, National Onion was before that, too. A Western Onion, it was called. Oh, okay. Western Onion. Well, what is it for listeners who don't know? What is Western Onion? So Western Onion was the Western Onion singing telegram company that made this kind of weird comeback in the late 70s and early 80s doing singing telegrams, which had been very popular in the 20s and 30s, right? With a little Philip Morris the pill box hats and little tray and everything, white gloves, you know, it was weird. You'd go out and do these, you know, you do these, you know, hip, hip, hooray, it's your birthday. Well, singing telegram is this, you know, it's either birthday, it's, you could be your birthday or your anniversary or your, you could be anything. Well, so people would, people, if you wanted to honor your loved one or, yeah. or friend, you would call up Western Onion. Onion. You go to their workplace or come to the house or to a party or a bar or someplace. And basically, they would be incredibly embarrassed most, most of the time, you know. Because, uh, um, and I did them for like nuns in Switzerland. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I did the weird, you know, I would be singing happy birthday things at 6 a.m. in the morning over the phone. <laughs> Just places east of us, you know. So, anyways, it was uh, it was an interesting way. Great, great training for my my chops and my. I have never, ever in my lifetime lost my voice, and I've sung for a long time, as you well know. <laughs> so, Matthew, uh, Western Onion then folded. Uh, yes, it finally folded. Well, you know, the gorilla suit guys came in and. Eastern Onion came in and and all these, you know, costume things, you know, and stripper telegram singing telegrams. But you had a co-worker. Both I of met, you were now yeah. freshly unemployed. Yeah. Gunnar Madsen and uh, and I. Gunnar had been was a graduate of UC Berkeley in music. He lived in Berkeley. We both lived in Berkeley at the time. And uh, I just, you know, we had what's what's weird is that we had all all the three principals, Gunnar, Richard, Green, and I, had all ended up going and seeing a local trio called the Baltimores, who were like this, just this local trio, and they were doing doo-wop. And they were good, and they were fun, and it was, 
all acapella. There were no instruments. And I thought, okay, that's street corner stuff. That's kind of cool. I was a big fan of the Persuasions. And I called Gunner up and I said, you know, we know all these singers. Wouldn't it be fun to have a, a singing group? And um, so that's kind of how it started. And when Gunner and I met, you know, I said to him, I said, you know, the one thing that we need that the Baltimores don't have, we need a bass singer, not a baritone, somebody who makes your, uh, you know, your breakfast digest when they sing. And um, so how did you get one? So we got one by uh, putting an ad in the local paper in Berkeley saying, and this is 1980, I guess. And it was said, new bass singer wanted for new wave acapella group. And it gave my number. And we then we waited for all the bass singers around the San Francisco area to start calling in because, oh my God, you know, this is what a great gig. Weeks passed. Then the phone rings and I'm like, oh, and I go answer it. And in there, and I hear on the other side, hello, you know, I mean, it's like, I'm like, what, what did you say? <laughs> and, uh, and he introduces himself and he says, I saw your ad. You know, I'd be interested. That sounds like it could be fun. Got to keep the passengers safe. No help can be found in this part of the world. Don't break for animals tonight. Don't let the night slow you down. Got to get the passengers home. The road is empty, your lights are bright. Don't let the night slow you down. Fast plane. Want a cup of coffee and I'll be alright. The driver says, Fast plane. Chop a penny, another penny. The driver says, Fast plane. Fast Don't get the passengers scared The curves in the road are not really there Stay to the right of the line So Gunner, uh, we met over at Gunner's place which was on uh, North Euclid over by where I was working at the giant hamburger at the time. He lived up the street from there and the three of us met at his apartment. And as the three of us sat there, I said, you know, I don't think we should do doo-wop because like I said, I was a big Persuasions fan. I said, there's the Persuasions. We're never, ever, ever going to be as good as they are if we do doo-wop. And that's, uh, and then the second meeting, I think, is when Gunner came out with a, yeah, I'm just working on this idea, let's try this. And it was Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. And he had taken that and made an arrangement for three voices. 
we were just blown away. We knew pretty much immediately, right then and there, that's it. That's it. Excites us and find some way to do it without instruments. And that's how the Bobs were born. You're talking a lot, but you're not saying anything. When I have something to say, my lips are sealed. Say something once, why say it again? The psycho killer in Kiskasina. Run, 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 run away. place called earl's pizza uh earl's earl's solano club what a great little club that was that's where the bobs really come from because when we performed there we were called the aural as in ear aural bobs which is what they take off on oral roberts and we were trying to be funny you know we live in berkeley come on but what happened is that one 
um, I don't know, second or third time uh, we were playing at Earl Solano Club. And in the door, they always had a little you know, card about who was playing tonight. And whoever had made it either didn't know how to spell aural or just decided it was too much. And they shortened it to the Bobs. Now that is the actual true because I've told a lot of different versions of the Bob story <laughs> over the years, but that's the actual, actual true one. That is really, and I walked in, the other guy, the other people were there and I said, Hey, they shortened our name to the Bob's. And everyone went, that sounds good. And it was the Bob's from that point on. Well, Matthew, tell me about, uh, tell me about your repertoire. Like uh, you said, you chose tunes that intrigued you. What, what tunes did you start out? Well, we did, uh, of course, talk uh, uh, Psycho Killer. Um, then Richard and Gunner got together and did a version of Helter Skelter by the Beatles, which was very ambitious. Um, I couldn't, when they told me they were doing a version of it, I was like, you're what? <laughs> what do you mean? When I when I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. Where I stop and I turn and I go for a ride till I get to the bottom and I see you again. See you again. Do you? Don't you? Want me to love you? I'm coming down fast, but I'm miles above you tell me tell me tell me come on tell me the answer well you may be a lover but you ain't no dancer look out now helter skelter helter skelter helter skelter you don't want me to make you Come down fast, but don't let me break you Tell me, tell me, tell me Come on, tell me the answer Well, you may be a lover, but you ain't no dancer Look out now, Helter Skelter Helter Skelter Helter Skelter the stuff that we were doing, it didn't leave a lot of opportunity to breathe. You really had to tank in air. Do you, don't you want me to love you? I'm coming down fast, but I'm miles above you. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Come on, tell me the answer. Well, you may be a lover, but you ain't no dancer. Look out now. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. But Helter Skelter ended up getting a Grammy nomination for a category that was then uh, uh, not done the next year, but has now come back. It's a vocal arrangement. And they, uh, both Gunnar and Richard got nominated for that. And that really, you know, a nomination and Grammy nomination in, in 1981, 1984, I guess, means something. I don't know if it means anything anymore the way it did back then, but you know, all of a sudden because of that, just, we didn't win the pointer sisters won just the nomination. You know, people wanted to hear us then all for some reason 
that made it something, oh, well, the Grammys recognize them. Let's, you know, let's hire them. Because you had thirty, you had some staying power. Thirty-seven years, wow. thirty-seven years, not bad. As I told Richard after we were, we did our final show in two thousand seventeen in Wolf Trap at Wolf Trap in the in Virginia, and it was a great show, completely packed, full to the brim. Somebody had gotten us a twenty-five-year-old bottle of scotch. So we went back to the hotel, and and you know I cracked that thing open, and I said. Richard, 37 years, nothing to complain about here. How do you, I ask you, how do you feel? And I guess, I don't know. I go, I got, I feel good. (laughs) That was a, that was it. We took that project and we, we didn't fade away. And like, whatever happened to the Bob's thing, we had a, here's the closure. Thank you very much. 37 years, not so bad. 
not so bad. That's how I feel about it. Finally, a story with a happy ending. Seems like it's been a while. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew, for spending some time with us. Matthew still plays around Seattle, or used to, until this dang last year. Uh, has a little outfit called the Sweet Spot Combo. Keep an ear out for them if you want to hear him. Uh, in the meantime, let's listen to La Familia Peña Covea from VoiceWorks back in 2015. <laughs> Quiero volver, volver 
hasta donde estés Yo sé perder, yo sé perder Quiero volver, volver I'm Peter McCracken, and you've been listening to Crack in the Vault, a show made possible by the Centrum Foundation. Centrum was founded in 1973 to foster creative arts experiences that change lives and is dedicated to building a world of greater inclusion through the arts. To subscribe to any of our podcasts or participate in the Centrum program, visit our website at centrum.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you down the road if the creeks don't rise.